0: And we're back with episode 115 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me as always is Dallas Gridley. In Dallas, we are coming off of Ultimate X. We have co-X division champions. That's right. Frankie Kazarian, Michael Shane. They are the new co-NWA TNA X division champions. And maybe we'll see them here tonight on the July 30th edition of Impact, which we know for sure we will be seeing the Impact in-ring debut of Jeff Hardy. That's right, Bob. I was going to unmute
1: and my fan was still going. (laughs) Yeah, I I figured. I was like, what the hell just happened? Oops. Uh, Yeah, man, Jeff Hardy on Impact, it's actually a pretty big deal. Um. Last week we had Ravens debut, and this week we get Jeff Hardy's. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now I've been actually uh, been thinking about
0: my next question here. Now we've seen him on pay per view. Uh, what twice? He fought AJ, and then he fought Mountain Brown. Right. Um, and they're like really promoting this debut here on Impact. Is this an maybe an example of Impact or TNA? really becoming tv centric here like that's here. Mm. to be so heavily promoting that that's kind of acknowledging hey we know probably not a lot of people watched to pay-per-view
1: so we're gonna hype it up here on impact i think it's a really good point and i mean i feel like they almost gonna have to start to be like that um Because, I mean, we still haven't heard any rumblings or anything like that that we're going away with the pay-per-views, but Impact's kind of where it's at, I I feel like. I mean, even if you look at the ratings that we have seen and the rough numbers that that relates to, significantly more people have watched Impact than the pay-per-views that we can can estimate. I mean, we don't have exact numbers for all of this stuff, but from the estimates and stuff we've heard, it seems Mm -hmm. as if impact is the more popular which makes sense it's free it's on free tv it makes sense to be. yeah but i don't think we're uh shortchanging the pay-per-views by any means no i don't think so either in fact i feel like the pay-per-views are have only gotten better it was like the yeah. what was it the first like one or two when impact started were a little weird and then they started to be like no we need to make sure that we're putting shit on these that people want to watch and then we've had some really good stuff going on. Yeah, I would say that
0: both the uh, impact and weekly pay views have consistently been pretty solid. Uh, I mean, TNA in general, for probably the last year and a half, uh, have had far more good than bad outings. Right, And I don't think we've not enjoyed an impact yet. No, that's true. We've liked all of them. And even the ones
1: that weren't as good as others were still good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it takes some serious effort to, like, make a 45-minute show not enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a pretty fair uh, statement. I mean, it's been done.
0: Oh, well, yeah. By other promotions, but so far here in TNA, they haven't been a chore to get through. They, it, they're they not really a chore to get through until they go to well.
1: You better not get off of that shit. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. I'm sure. Well, coming off a good pay-per-view, heading into hopefully what's going to be a good impact. Uh, Jeff Hardy making his debut I think is pretty awesome. And like you said, I don't think we really know anything else, right? I think that was pretty much all we know going into the show.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't – I mean, they – I think they promoted more things on
1: – The, the show on-
0: for the next weekly
1: pay-per-view. Right. Which we'll see again on the show. So we can talk about those as they happen. Well, I guess uh, let's run down the card that we just saw on our last episode from that pay-per-view. And then we can get into some news and notes. And Bob, don't got a whole lot to talk about today. But that's okay. You know, it's going to be a little bite size on uh, this Saturday episode of the Teenage Cross the Line podcast.
0: That's perfectly fine.
1: That's right. So... Uh, on the last pay-per-view from July twenty eighth, 2004, this is what happened. This is all what went down. America's Most Wanted defeated the Team Canada's Bobby Roode and Petey Williams in 9 minutes and 30 seconds. Then there was the match where Abyss and Goldilocks' baby bear, Alex Shelley, defeated the team of D-Ray 3000 and Sharkboy. And unfortunately, because D-Ray and Sharkboy lost, Goldilocks owns their contracts. So she's just collecting those contracts like... Their candy so uh, then we saw Mike Posey yes guys I said it referee Mike Posey he wrestled again and he defeated David Young five minutes and six seconds and David Young claimed if he was going to be defeated by a referee then he does not belong here. will we which see he, David Young ever again
0: which he has said for seemingly
1: weeks yep.
0: well he's also been constantly blaming uh, other people.
1: Well, right, and this one kind of—I don't think there's anything. Uh, I think it was kind of his fault on this one, didn't wasn't he, it?
0: And I think he collided with Gilberti, didn't he?
1: Oh, you know what? Yeah, you might be right about that one. Gilberti might have came out.
0: And then afterwards, he like punched, he like, like beat him up. Swinging. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Because then Swinger made it for like point two seconds. He did active. the
0: whole, yeah.
1: He like stood with him and immediately turned around and punched him.
0: Yeah, it's like he was gonna be like, yeah,
1: yeah, go get him. Yeah, fuck you, he hit him. It was awesome. Uh, then I the net awesome. Well, yeah. it's like funny how quickly he faked him, faked him out. Yeah. Um, the Naturals defended their tag team titles against Triple X, and they retained in twelve minutes and twenty seconds. A match that I unfortunately don't think lived up to the hype that we were building, probably for ourselves. Right. They just didn't click uh, on this particular night, which is kind of yeah. disappointing. But
0: it, it didn't. It never really seemed to get out of that first gear. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I don't know uh, why that is, though. I, I It's kind of a weird a weird one.
0: Well, you know, it could have been by... It's sound weird. It could have been by design. Because as I said on the show, when you have two bigger matches, Hardy and Brown and, and Ultimate X, you probably are like, hey... That's yeah, a really fair point. Maybe we don't need to go all out.
1: And I think it's fair to say that it's not the last time we're going to see the Naturals and Triple X have a match, so I'm sure we will have other opportunities for that kind of stuff to happen. And yeah, just like Bob said, Jeff Hardy defeated Monty Brown nine minutes, nine seconds to become the number one contender for the NWA World title. Except it kind of seems like there's not. We'll talk about that more in detail in a second so we can hold with, on that with a freaking roll up. With a roll up. He missed the Swanton. Uh, well, because this Jarrett came out and everything. And yeah, then, yeah, then it was a roll. Up. I wish he just hit the Swanton, but whatever. Yeah, um, yeah me too. And then, yeah, Ultimate X4, Bob already mentioned it. Co-X Division champions Frankie Kazarian and Michael Sheen defeated AJ Styles. 14 minutes, 56 seconds. I thought it was a pretty good Ultimate X match. I think the finish was well done. And I uh, haven't really seen a bad Ultimate X yet. I mean, there's, there's a couple less than good ones, but... Yeah, I mean... I'll it... say less than great, because I've enjoyed them all. I think it's like the World X Cup one was a little weird, right? That was like a weird one. Um, yeah, I think that was pretty. Uh I think that um
0: this is an interesting twist to it. Because um again, I mean you got Vince Russo who's booking it, but to really think about two people who get along as co champions, and I'm not including the free because obviously that's different. Mm-hmm. But and I guess and Russo didn't book the one that I'm about to mention. But you know Jericho and China were co-intercontinental champions, and that did not end up going well. I think they ended up... At one point, they were like, cool, and then Hardcore Holly had to be a jerk and kind of ruin that fun. So, will Kazarian and Shane continue to be pals, or is there going to become an instance here where one is going to want all the glory, and then there's going to be a... A term for
1: I mean, with two clashing personalities like Michael Shane and Frankie Gazarian, I don't like clashing because they're both like so cocky. How can they not? Right. How can they not? Yeah. And then, then that's pretty much just begging for there to be a ladder match for there to be the, oh. the true
0: oh, Fusion
1: champion. No, you know what they'll do instead of that? They'll just do another Ultimate X.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, fuck it.
1: Do it again. Why not? Guys, what's it's it,
0: been it's been three weeks. Let's just do it.
1: What's gonna yeah? So what's gonna happen is this week will be fine. Next week we'll see some friction. The week after it's gonna be done, and then uh, Dusty's gonna be like, okay, guys, I'm vacating the belt, and we're doing Ultimate X. So then they're just gonna strip them, so no one's champion, and then they're just gonna do the match again. So in about four weeks, I'm expecting this to happen.
0: I don't think they should. I don't think they should strip them. If they were to strip, them, I don't think so either. But I know how this goes, man. If they were to strip them. I would be like, why wouldn't you just, you know, have the title be held up as soon as it was a co-champion situation? All right. Why would we, why would there be some kind of delay? on that? I agree. So.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I hope
0: keep... there's like a 40 man gauntlet ultimate X match. Could
1: be. Seen crazier things. And it'd just be the whole two-hour pay-per-view. Two, you know what? It probably we've seen worse. Oh my
2: god, we ran out of time.
1: too. Tech team, Tech team title Tournament. Tech team oh, title no Tournament. Even. I'm sorry if anyone likes that show. I'm sorry, but it was fucking brutal.
0: So
1: bad. <sighs> anyway,
0: three episodes in, and I was like, I think I'm
1: done. Yeah, I don't know how much more we can do. do
0: power
1: to and through it. Then what was it like? It's like one of the early July shows was also like really, really rough.
0: Wasn't that the tag title?
1: Is that the tag one? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Oh, no, it is. is. Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. I forgot we don't start early June. It starts, like, mid-late June. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into some news and notes. Let's talk about what Dave thought about the show from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter from, I believe it's August 9th, 2004. Yes, it comes out a little bit later. It's just how it is. I don't know what to tell you guys. This is just what happens.
0: Yeah, it's just like you're, uh, the magazine's on the newsstand. It's like, oh, hey, it's March, but the magazine says August.
1: Yo, I hate that shit, though. I've never understood that. I, For example, I was in the store looking for, and I know what you're going to say when I say this, I was looking for um, a PWI magazine. I can't remember if it was the 500 or not. I don't remember. It,
0: it had to have been.
1: Uh, I don't know if it was.
0: Kenny? When Kenny was number one?
1: No, it was, I think, it, that's why I don't, th- I actually, do I have it right here next to me still? I do. So I can even look at the date and compare it for you.
0: I'm willing to guarantee that it's,
1: it's not a 500. I don't think you're right. Oh, it is. It is a 500. I fucking told you. Yeah, of course. It's you. the new one. I forgot that that's what it is. So, okay. So. It well, says it's, not,
0: it's That's like two years old. It's gotta be. Uh, it's from last year. But okay. There's no. He was not. He was number one last year. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm getting to the dates. Can you listen for a second? sorry god you don't have to fucking yell at me on air okay you know i'm sorry you.
1: i know i'm sorry um so the the day in the magazine december 2021 okay i looked uh, it says display until november 9th right right it's already <laughs> off the shelf before the month that it is so i couldn't find it and you know where i bought it you, you, want bought, to where I, the show, you bought it at a show we went to no, no, no i bought it, i bought this shit off etsy
0: you did? Yeah, dude. <laughs> what what am I thinking of? The one I'm thinking of is when you, you bought one at like a Northeast wrestling show we went to. Did I buy a magazine there? Yeah. Yeah. You definitely did. I really don't remember doing that. It was a PWI one? Yep. Yeah. It must be the other one. Because I, I, I had mentioned, like, I had one, or I had, like, because I have the subscription. You're like, right. oh, my God. And Kenny was on the cover. And then and they had know, it there, or, too? Oh, yeah. Wow, I don't remember buying it there. Oh, dude, it's the one where we saw Kenny and, Pen, and uh, Ray Phoenix.
1: That's, That's the one where I bought there.
0: it. Yeah, because because he was there. Right? Yes.
1: Well, because I see, I don't remember buying anything at that one, but oh. I remember. But I'm I remember. Pretty sure you did. I, be, you, no, I believe that. I believe or that. Or like,
0: if it like an instance here of like it could have been uh, fucking what do you call it? Like if it was like ten bucks or something, I must I was probably like, Dale, let's just get a subscription or buy it off the thing for Probably 20.
1: right, right. Probably. So
0: probably.
1: Which I should and um I've I've told you before, I've thought about it even more in recent uh, months because now I don't live in an apartment, so they won't crush it in like my little tiny mailbox. So now I feel like I have more of an opportunity to be able to get it and not have a destroyed magazine. But so I've thought about it. They're, pretty, make it, good. They're pretty good with my my mailbox. So oh, yeah. Well, hey, um, my birthday's coming up, Bob. It's pretty cheap. You do love your friend. Um, I've replaced Austin as your best friend. We have heard many times on IcoPod. R.I.P. Rest in peace, man. We're coming back, though. WCW, maybe, eventually. We say, we say we're say we coming
0: back, but it's going to be like, oh, hey, it's been seven months. We- You're but starting to
1: don't, <laughs> don't say that on the air, though. Don't say that on the air, because it's already been crossed my mind. Yeah, I already know what's going to happen. I know. No one listens to this show and, like, except it, it, Jordan. Right. Yeah, He's going to spill the uh, beans now that I think about
0: it. Hey, Jordan, don't snitch.
1: Jordan, come on, man. Play cool. Play cool. Okay, so I think that, you, Bob, we gave last week's show a thumbs up, right? I'm almost positive. I don't have it in front of me. Oh, yeah. Because it was your last episode. Gee, I got used to that. Because um, it was good. And we are, I believe, on a, a streak. That's our fifth pay-per-view in a row. Both of us thumbs up. So, we're on kind of a streak here, and every impact's been thumbs up. We're kind of killing it. That's great. Right. Um, So, what do you think that the readers of the Wrestling Observer newsletter thought about that? Uh, I feel like they're going to have to say thumbs up as well. They did. But I feel like it's not as many as you'd think. So, only 44.1% gave it a thumbs up. Uh, so thirty two point three gave it a thumbs down. Twenty three point five were in the middle. Now, let's let's be real here. There's twenty six
0: no... people voting.
1: I mean, you know, you really gotta, you really gotta like do this, don't you? Thirty four did, but
0: thirty four. All right. Well, you know, that's better than the one time when there was like
1: six. Yeah, we did have one where it was like really bad. Yeah. Dave notes that the show was a mixed bag with a disappointing level of responses. Um, I think it's fair to say we probably can guess the best match on the card. I don't know if I have to really make you think about this one. Right? It was Ultimate Axiom. Um, everyone thought that, um, and as Dave says, they had a great bout with an overly creative finish. So look at them, I'm giving them props. Now, what about the worst match on the card type? Uh, Posey and Young. That was second place. Is it the, sh- the contract match? It was the contract match.
0: Yeah, I should have just. Gone, oh my god
1: that's right. Uh, the building was close to full with an estimated 1,200 people. But the early lines indicated an even higher percentage, about three quarters, than the usual was paper. So quite a bit of paper last week. Not really surprising. Uh, I'm going to just kind of ride through this. This is kind of his thoughts on a lot of these matches here. So, um, Ultimate X saw AJ Styles lose the X title 14 minutes, 56 seconds when Kid Cash and Dallas interfered, knocking him off the cables. With him down, Frankie Kazarian and Michael Shane climbed the cables, grabbed the belt, and came down simultaneously. They were ruled co-champions, which is too much of a takeoff on all the times they've had tie finishes and held up the titles in just two years. Which, I mean, we kind of did bring up the fact that this is, like, unusual for them to actually allow this to happen, but... Yeah. He did say this wasn't the best Ultimate X, but still really strong, including Styles giving Kazarian a sloppy but scary Styles Clash attempt... Well, both were hanging from the cables, which yeah. if you have not seen this, there probably is going to be, or already was, a fucking gif of it on our Twitter page, at TNA. if you guys don't follow us there already, because it was insane.
0: Was well, it cleanly executed and timely in time-triving? No, but
1: just got, the idea of the fucking
0: move that. I
1: don't know how else you could have done it nicely, I guess. No, I, I absolutely agree. So
2: there's, it, there's I think no it way.
1: got its job done. And yes. it was pretty – and the fact that it was a little bit sloppy made it that much more like, holy shit, he got have died."
0: Yeah, so like that is an example where if a move isn't executed flawlessly, it actually still enhances the thing. It's like when you right. watch a street fight. It's like I don't want to watch a guy execute a dropkick perfectly. I'd rather the guy be bloodied and, like, barely hit the move. Yeah. Because it enhances the thing. So, like, this guy on a, on a rope in the fucking – Sky try to fucking hit the move. Like, it just makes it that much crazier. Man. Right. So I'm saying I'm saying all that to be like, it was still good. Right. Like, it wasn't like, oh, shit, that sucked. It was still
1: pretty good. Absolutely. Um, and it's also um, important to note that that match essentially was a handicap match. I mean, because Aaron and Shane yeah. never fought each other, and that's because Styles would kind of beat one down, and then the other one to try to climb up before he did, and so, so they kind of went back and forth, but it was, I think, very well done. And we were really curious about how they were even going to handle that. Uh, Dave yeah. says the, the only other good match on the show, which, I don't know, I mean, I don't like when he's he's that critical, because I think they were fine, but the only other good match on the show, according to Dave, was America's Most Wanted going over Team Canada. The match saw Scott Demore use a belt to whip Harrison Storm once during the match, as well as after, and then Demore took some licks as well. The rest of Team Canada saved him more, leading to Triple X, which is, of course, Christopher Daniels in primetime in its current state, making the save. And you would think that this would set up an eight man, but as they announced on the show, they're going to be doing Triple X in America's Most Wanted soon. And, or they didn't announce that, but they announced America's Most Wanted in the country whipping match against Team Canada. So then they're still teasing, which they actually did tease on the show, because Alex Hipper said, I'm sick of you guys thinking you're the best after the second save.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that after the the next weekly pay-per-view, they're, they're, they have to be switching to, have to. the triple X thing. And I wouldn't be, I swear to God, dude, I wouldn't be surprised. Because uh, Skipper was like, what, they're, they're three, three against one, right? Something, something like that, yeah. I am almost going to guarantee that there's going to be like a best of five, best of three mm. to like... Where AMW is gonna make it like three against like three and three and they're gonna be like, Oh well another match it's about be- it's a best of seven over the course of two years and whoever wins it
1: gets another shot at the Naturals. Well. No, dude, that's that's smart. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. what I would
0: as long as it's three to one. I don't re- I think Skipper was like, We have three wins, you guys have one. Like
1: it's something like that, yeah.
0: Bullshit. yeah.
1: You know what? The loss is probably because of Loki. I'm saying that. Probably. Probably right,
0: that's probably yeah. why I got kicked out. We like, were
1: undefeated, it. and now you're out. Then you, yeah, you fucked it up. Uh, Abyss and Shelly beat Shark Boy and D Ray with the stipstick that Goldilocks on their contract of Shark Boy and D Ray. Uh, Sonny Sianaki and Desire appear to be the next ones to have Goldilocks on their contract, so they had that confrontation backstage and I believe as well out on the ramp. Uh, and then Dave notes that he thinks that the Goldilocks interviews and segments continue to be awful. I think they're entertaining, but. I there. I think I think the storyline is a little bit like drawn out at this point. Like I just don't like I. I just don't know how much further we're going with this. I think the abyss thing is the most interesting part of it, and I think we're kind of are still getting to the point where it's time that he kind of backs up a little bit.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think, I think the angle is is okay. Um, abyss, if they time it right, I think there is sympathy there for him. But I don't want him to be a sympathetic babyface. Right. I really don't want that.
1: Oh, he's um, a monster.
0: Right. And I'm curious if these contract uh, acquisitions, and I really hope it's not the case for a guy like Sonny Siaki, but if that's a way to fade people out. Oh, shit. Uh, like, we don't uh, see them for a while or something. That would suck. But the only thing I could think of to make this like a blow off is that Eric Watts has to come back and get the freedom of himself. Cause right. She technically has his money in contract. I would presume to get everybody free. Oh, that's Yeah. That's a good point. That's the only, that's the only, that's the only thing I could think of is, is how you conclude the story. Right. Sure. But I wouldn't say that they're, they're bad. I think Goldilocks has been pretty solid as a, like psycho deranged identity crisis woman who's had money go to her head, and she doesn't even know really who she is anymore. I think that's what it is. Like money changes people, and it's changed yeah. her to being not who she was a year
1: ago. Yeah, Bob. She's filthy rich now. No, you got you got that. I'm filthy rich. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
0: I can't do. I cannot do a, a Goldilocks voice, so I don't even That's, that's pretty good. I liked it.
1: Moving on. <laughs> um, a funny deal was, uh, out there, Raven was out there, sorry, with a lighter in the mic, with the idea that he was going to burn some of the Sheik's old outfits. And of course, as we so did, saw on the show, he accidentally started talking into the lighter, which caused the crowd to laugh at him. <laughs> which, duh. Uh... <laughs> They did the deal where he was going to burn not only the Sheik's old outfit, but then he was going to set Sanjay on fire. When the lights went out, they went back on and Sabu was in the ring. There was zero pop. And Dave says, scary bad. Zero pop. I'm basically saying that Sabu used to be a big deal, but he's been beaten and treated like he was nothing here for so long that no one sees him as a star.
0: Um I don't know if i necessarily disagree with that. I, I don't think he's been presented as a, as a strong character. Like he's no. been obviously an easy W his booking has been pretty atrocious. Yeah. Like I mean, he's sure. getting, he was getting pie faced or whatever for weeks and he didn't do anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff like was hurting him a lot. I think. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I understand the angle of like, Oh, I made a promise, but like, Sabu was a guy that came out on a stretcher, like, chained up before. Like, this guy's going to rip your face off. Because he's nuts and shit, yeah. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, I'm, I made a promise to a dead relative, and uh, I'm not going to put my hands on it. doesn't really correlate.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Okay. Uh, and then, then we got the Naturals retaining the titles over Triple X, and Dave even notes that it was a very disappointing match with no crowd heat. Just says the teams didn't click. Uh, Team Canada ended up doing that run in again, and Harrison Storm made the save after the faces clean house. Primetime started shoving Harrison Storm, so you can see the the direction that they're heading in. And that's when he was like, "I'm sick of you guys. It's pretty good to be the best when you ain't. We beat you three one. Exactly. How good
0: could you be if we beat you three times? Which is kind of insulting yourself if you're saying even
1: we beat you three times. How good could you be? But hey." Yeah. There you know. Now, the match where Hardy beat Manny Brown for the title shot was better than expected, he notes. Uh, he said, I'm starting to see a lot of charisma in Brown as he's turning his goofy style into a unique style on promos. What are you talking about? I'm starting to see charisma. Wait, this is, this is good, though. Because Dave, even as far as last week, was still talking shit. And all of a sudden this week, he's, like, getting it. Yeah,
0: he is starting to get it. But like, how are you just now realizing this guy has has even if he was doing goofy stuff? I think it's absurd. That is ridiculous. I cannot believe that he said that.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's got like
0: some charisma now. Like, are you kidding me? He's getting there. Yeah. uh, Oh, I got it now. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, Dave notes also that he thinks that Jeff Hardy has nothing left in the ring. But people still see him as a superstar and there were no bad stories about him being late or anything this week so <laughs> yeah
0: this is the type of stuff that just drives me nuts because i can relate this to like professional athletes to sit here i mean i don't even know how old jeff hardy is at this point but i'd say he's like find out for him like 90 what 94 he was like 15 so he's pro- he's under the age of 28 he's probably 26 at this point if i had a guess 25 maybe he's 26 26 great
1: almost 27 i'm so i am so smart that's kind of uh, insane <clears throat>
0: yeah um so to sit here and say that he has nothing left in the ring is just ludicrous because the context of what we have to think about and we've said it now i feel like every time we see the guy you see he had what he hadn't rustled since like july of 2003 when he originally came back at the anniversary show against aj right and then it was even a couple of weeks after that when he fought monty brown and he had backstage i think you said he like he knew he was out of shape or whatever and like he wasn't going to be at the top right. right. So, I don't know how many times, like, these athletes, like, let's say a baseball player, you know, he's, like, tw- get 24... 24- oh, okay. Dallas, you're not going to get what I'm about to say. No, Maybe. I'm just going to go with it, though. So, like, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is a fucking great baseball player for the Toronto Blue Jays. He's, like, 21 years old. He was in a slump, like, where he had one hit and, like, 20 at bats and people were like, "Bah, you know, maybe he's not as good of a hitter as we thought." Now, that <laughs> is basically the equivalent of like four baseball games, where he had and there's 162 in a year, okay. So we're basing off a of four. Now, of course, he has since broken out of this slump and is like fucking killing it again, because he's 20 fucking two or one or whatever, and he's pretty fucking good. So Jeff Hardy. Is he's got nothing left, Bob. Got nothing left at the age of twenty-five after not wrestling for a year and a half. Definitely not 18 years with Lamore. He has nothing not, left. Nothing. nothing. What a absolute ridiculous statement. That is, that's just the type of stuff where you, you say things to like just get clicks or whatever they say. Well right,
1: but and I, I think it's I wanna point out, like, I bring this stuff up not because we agree with it, but because I think it's you know, it's interesting to see. We're watching. We're seeing what's going on, and then we got Dave Meltzer, who was writing this at the time of the show. He was like, "Meh, I don't know about that."
0: Yeah. So it's not, it's kind of
1: fun to compare uh, his thoughts compared to what we're we're thinking watching it. Yeah, I mean, I, would I sit here and say that he's he had good
0: matches? No, but I am also not going to sit here and say, "Well, he's never going to have a good match ever again." I wouldn't even come close to that type of. of Conclusion until probably months into his run here I would uh, say you I don't have, know how you can I would say you have three or four months to get this guy to get back or two or three months to get back into ring shape and to like find his groove again like because he, he doesn't have house shows really to unless he works indies or stuff, but give me a break right I mean, I know I'm a critical guy
1: you gotta be fucking oh, right. level-headed with it right. Well, in that match is where Jeff Jarrett interfered. He pulled Monty Brown out of the ring when Hardy was going for that Swanton. However, back in the ring, Brown missed the pounce and then he got cradled for the the loss. Now Rhodes, who does Hardy's promos for him, started talking about the NW title when Russo came out. And that leads to what we were briefly mentioning. And basically, um, it's a separate note even that they're pushing for this feud between Dusty Rhodes and Vince Russo on TV. Is the biggest deal on the show. The storyline hasn't really been explained, but it goes uh, something like Rhodes promised Jeff Hardy the NWA title shot if he signed. Oh, right. So then once Hardy beat Monty Brown on the early show, here in that shot, which is rumored to be taking place on August 11th. We don't actually have that announced yet. Uh, Russo basically came out, and while he never said Hardy isn't getting the shot, him and Rhodes continually fought over mysterious reasons, uh only as and basically Rhodes was saying, I gave I gave my word to Hardy and Russo was making him look bad and Dusty was fucking screaming and then he was screaming in the backstage segment and I was like, This is pretty crazy. And it was feeling pretty good. It was
0: a very passionate
1: like reaction.
0: That's my word Yeah. Yeah you would have thought he was promoting like a main event match at Starrcade 88. I mean, it was, he a lot of passion, man. Yeah, he was very, like, pissed off to even think that his word was going to be broken. And I, but I, you know what? I think we've kind of, like, joked around a lot about Dusty here, but that was probably, like, his, one of his best moments. The other one was when he interviewed his boots when
2: he... Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, good cash. But that was... (laughs) Yeah, so I think he's, yeah, he's he's definitely doing pretty good.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Although uh, I do, I also want to point out it was pretty weird that uh, Jeff Jarrett would have rather wrestled Monty Brown than right. Jeff, we keep saying Jeff Hardy, which is just insane. And I understand Jeff Hardy is a bigger name, so you got to act more big.
1: scared of him, yeah. Right,
0: he's a WWE, you know, cast off or whatever. It's like, oh my god, I'm scared of this guy. Jumping this guy. But I'm sorry, man. If I'm walking down the street and I see Jeff Hardy and I see Monty Brown, Monty Brown's gonna terrify me. Mm-hmm. He's gonna probably like kick my ass. Jeff Hardy might give me a joint. Like we'll have some fun.
1: Yeah. Well, Bob, there is someone who's got some heat on them. <sighs> One of our roster members. I'm gonna get. I want to give you like two guesses. I just want for fun. Just guess. Is some it heat.
0: someone? Is it someone new? Because I know, like, Big Vito was, like, rubbing people wrong, and, like, Kid Cash was all, like, hey, fire me, and, like, whatever. I mean, new-ish. Who is somebody that could have heat? Were they on the previous
1: show? I don't know if they were. I can't, I, this is so bad, and I'm about to read a note about it, too, and I honestly cannot remember if we saw them. I don't think we did, no. I'm saying no okay uh I will say
0: my first guess in terms of someone that could have heat oh my fucking god that is so hard I don't know who could be a guy it it is a male it's a male <sighs> shit
1: um there's another thing I could give you but I think I might give it away so okay
0: Hang on I'm going through like past shows so maybe run my can me going here uh, I'm gonna say it is uh, Conan. No, that would be. That's a good guess. B.G. Though.
1: James. Nope.
0: Okay. Collier.
1: Nope. Well. Hernandez. Okay, you already mentioned him. Onyx. Uh, it's Vito again. So it is someone that Okay, great. Yeah, it's Vito again. Wow. Um, Damn it, Vito. But this time it's not with the wrestlers. It's uh, with the it's with the office. No, he's gone. <laughs> Is he even going to make the next show? I don't he's know. Booked. I don't know. So oh, here's what happened. No. Uh, he was called on July 25th and told that there was a change of plans and that he wasn't needed for the July 28th show. So our last oh,
0: and you say that to an Italian, he's probably pissed.
1: Yeah. So he made other plans, apparently for an indie show uh, when he was about to leave the day of the show. TNA called and told him they changed plans and they needed him for the show. Uh, he said that he had another booking And wasn't going, and he wasn't going to no-show it TNA said they weren't happy well, most
0: Okay of, Whoa, whoa, okay, I'm going to cut you off here. Hold on, okay. I know what you're going to say Wait, wait, so he was booked And then they said no And they're like, wait, we need you mm-hmm. Okay, Vito's not in the wrong here
1: Right. He was so, unbooked,
0: he got another booking And then that's it So yeah,
1: go ahead Sorry. Well, most of the wrestlers were 100% Behind him
0: Every they, single wrestler should be behind him.
1: on that. Right, uh, which is saying something, considering he's not exactly the most popular wrestler there. Uh, and also, they they have the uh, Belair's watch, which is of course referencing Gorgeous George. Right, and because uh, how long will it take him for be gone to be gone? Is basically that's what they're calling that.
0: Okay, that that's that that's just fucking bullshit, and that kind of pisses me off that TNA does this because even Jared has said on his pocket <clears throat> on his podcast, excuse me, that <clears throat> they weren't paying them livable wages to depend on just a TNA deal. Right. So if I'm on the phone with fucking Russo and he's like, Hey man, we need you. It's like, okay, cool. I'll be there. And then he calls me back two days. later saying, Hey man, we don't change the plans. I don't need you. As soon as you've done that, mm-hmm. I'm free to go and get whatever I need to do to make a living. If you come back and be like, hey, we need you, I'm sorry. you may think you're a priority. I don't even think... Vito's not under contract. Uh, under I don't contract, think so. If he's under contract, maybe it's a different discussion. Right. Like, I agree. Like you you uh, pull back on your booking. But my understanding is he is on a paid per appearance. So if he gets heat on this and if he fucking loses his job because he's keeping his word to a booking that he took because right. the company that Flip flopped on him like he, he can't depend on them. That that will piss me off. That's fucking bullshit.
1: Well, I like to assume he's gonna at least make it to next week's show, but who knows what's gonna happen after oh, that. Oh, he's job. He's fucking hardcore jobbing. Because they're mad at him. Yeah. They're like, oh 100,
0: fuck you. 100 fucking percent. And I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if like David Young and Gilberti like that whole thing explodes. If he if David Young pins Vito before Vito leaves. Oh my god. I will not be fucking surprised.
1: Wow. And that is bullshit.
0: I'm actually really
1: fucking Okay, mad. so Bob's like really passionate guys, if you remember he I'm ordered really a paper mad. before Vito. I did. So man. This is a real I, thing. One of,
0: one of my one of my all-time memories of WCW Nitro is watching Landstorm beat Big Vito to win the hardcore championship. I feel like you're muted and I didn't hear what you just said.
1: Sorry, I was trying to turn my light on with my Google assistant, and it's, like, being annoying. So, anyway. See, this, is do- the type of, this is the type of guy we have to work with here, folks.
0: He doesn't get up and, like, just, no, he's got to go, like, hey, Alexa, put, turn my lights on.
1: First off, it's Google, but, yeah.
0: Google, whatever.
1: I'll do it on my phone, whatever. <laughs> it's just getting a little dark in here, man. It's getting late, man. We're recording this at fucking 1130 p.m. Like, I just don't know why we're doing it this late. I don't
0: think that's at all happening, but okay. It's six thirty. Six six
1: twenty one. Okay, I got a bunch of like random stuff, and then I'm gonna leave us. The last note I'm gonna say is a little bit um, more in depth, but let me get some of this other random shit out of the way first. Um, Paul Bearer did an interview. I know we haven't heard uh, Percy Pringle's oh, name here yeah. in a while. Yeah, uh, now, and it's have we
0: ever seen him since he like did a blade job and everything? I don't think so. I don't think we did either.
1: No, and this is a pretty, this is a pretty, like, random, (laughs) random note here. Wasn't he going to, like, lead NWA against sex,
0: and he, like, cut himself, (laughs) like, real bad, and then we never saw him again? I'm pretty sure that's kind of what I ended up happening. would (laughs) have. Andrew so We're fighting back! I got Vader here! And then he never came back.
1: Fucking Vader, too. And Vader had, like, a three-year deal. (laughs) The three-year
2: deal! (laughs) I'm
0: peacing out.
1: Oh, man. The Road Warriors. What a ride to God. Fucking crazy, dude. Well, Paul Bear wrote a long website article on his battle with obesity. And why the fuck does this matter to us, right? It's very random. Well, uh, he basically notes that he had gotten way out of control, as noted by his DNA appearances. Uh, He was called in September about returning. And because of his weight issue, the company helped pay for his gastric bypass surgery, which he got on November 25th. What company? I, I am reading this because I'm assuming it's talking about DNA no way it's gotta be WWE there's no way there's no other reference about that so there is I, no I thought the same thing dude I there thought
0: the is, same is thing. no there is no way that TNA paid for a Paul Bear surgery there's
1: no fucking way
0: because here's
1: the thing. hey maybe I don't leave me wrong but I read it and I was like man they're so they're nice. nice I didn't expect there's this no- there is no way that tna was like hey
0: hey percy hey all right we haven't seen you in like a year and a half we want you to come back he's like guys i have really gone off i i am just not i'm really like my my weight's out of control percy don't worry about we'll take care of it it's on us (laughs) there's no fucking way that that is going on.
1: Well, I'm I'm reading it, and I'm believing that TNA helped do it like that. Bullshit. There's no... I got Wikipedia this bullshit.
0: There's no way. there's oh. not going to be a Wikipedia. Well, I will probably say, like, he had the surgery, and maybe, like, someone paid for it. it there's no... There's no way. Oh, I'm conheated. First Vito's he lo- probably this is so funny. His fucking job. And they're going <laughs> to give money to... The, this, I mean, he doesn't. Dallas.
1: Okay. I already got it. dude. No, you no, you don't. You're yeah, lying. I do.
0: Okay. In October 2003, he signed a new three year contract with oh, WWE. Shit. So shit. that would be till October of 2006. Shit. As a signing bonus, WWE agreed to pay for the surgery as Jim Ross had promised. What the heck? Why does it read like this, so, though? Wait a minute. He had. He had the bypass surgery in November two thousand three, is that what you said?
1: I don't have to I mean I'm assuming two thousand three, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that so he had Damn the it. And then, so Jim Ross did it. And then Paul Bear recovered and he appeared at WrestleMania twenty. But we're in July of two thousand four. Right. So this, mean, this this is back this is backdated? Like they're mentioning something that happened in the past.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an article he wrote about it, so yeah. Oh, he, okay. okay. Like I said, in the way it's worded, I was like, that kind of sounds like TNA did but. There's no fucking way, dude.
0: How much is that type of
1: surgery? You think
0: TNA. Bro, do I don't
1: work? know. It's okay, listen. We haven't used you. No, but I thought it was a funny Perhaps. read, so I thought I'd bring it up. That's hilarious, dude. And I'm, listen, I could be, I could be like Bob and I could edit this right out, but that was hilarious, so I'm not doing that. Yeah, I do. No, you everyone's gonna get a laugh out
0: of that one. We're absolutely keeping that in. So, now this is even, I would be thinking
1: this is, about this the whole show now.
0: This is even kind of funnier to me. He fucking they paid for the surgery and everything, and he had two years left on his contract, and they fired him. They terminated his contract April 11, 2005. So, at least he got a he got what he wanted out
1: of it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, That's wait,
0: wait, he got fired in April, and by in June, he signed another one.
2: <clears throat> what the hell?
0: Whatever I don't know. All right, good good for Paul Bear. that he got he got the surgery. I'm assuming he kind of kept his. uh,
1: Hey, if anything, this is an alumni update, okay? (sighs) Okay. If anything, that's what that's what just happened. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm glad to hear it. And you know what? He you know he saved some of his TNA cash for that too, okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of people, fifty bucks in a Wendy's burger—they probably paid him. Speaking of people in TNA, got some bad news, Bob. Oh, great. I thought you had very little notes today.
0: I feel like we've.
1: we've- well, we keep. We're having a lot of chatter. I know. Now we're going to keep going. We're not going longer. Now we're bullshitting. Uh, Rikishi isn't interested in going to TNA <laughs> after we were just told he was. Uh, and listen to why, though. He was apparently told that when he was cut, that as long as he doesn't go to TNA, they will bring him back at some point.
0: I don't think he went back.
1: I don't think he really does. Now, he did have inter uh, intermit, intermeri- intermeditary, like, sent feelers. Like, he had people check it out, right, a month or two back. We kind of heard these rumors when he was expecting to get cut after getting nasal surgery and taking more time off without letting the company know ahead of time. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Right. Well, he's got some stuff going on. Um He's thinking about going to Mexico and all this kind of stuff. So Wasn't yeah, this I'm guy like, making, like, 600 grand a year? Something fucking ridiculous.
0: You honestly think... Could you imagine the negotiations with Look. Jeff, Jerry, and Rikishi? And be like, hey, uh, Fatou, how much you ma- how much were you making? And he'd be like, 600. And he's like, Jeff would be like, oh, we could probably do that. And he's like, 600,000 a year. And he's like, oh, uh, shit, I can do, like, 600 uh, per appearance.
1: Oh, That'd be pretty bad. I mean, Dave does know that his price right now is pretty high for of
0: getting right. Any a WWE guy gets fucking let go or they have their contract out, they're always like, dude, I'm not doing a match for less than like 15,000. <laughs> and there's always going to be one or two suckers who are like, yeah, totally going to do that. And then, then no one calls them and then they go down like, okay, I'll do it for 750 uh, Right. Happens all the time.
1: Um, I got a couple, I got a, one. I'm not even going to read this. I'm just going to tell you, we don't have to read it unless you want me to read it. I'll do it. Right. Jim, Jim Cornette did an interview on the Blake Norton's wrestling channel talk show, and he buried TNA mostly because of Russo's involvement. Uh, if you want the quote, I can give it to you, but we, right. or we okay, we'll read the quote. You ready for we, this? We've gone off the rails. as we, we truly have. Uh, we're talking about Paul Bearer's gastric bypass surgery, Rikishi, and now Jim Cornette. Ah uh, yes, you guys are listening to a TNA podcast, and we will be watching back soon. Yeah, at some point. It worry. might not seem like it, but uh, okay. So Vince Russo says, "Quote: Vince Russo is on camera as a talent, and I feel no need to pay 9.95 American money for the right to be just p- <laughs> to be just pissed off in my own home." And then he goes on to say, "Quote: If I have to look at his face, then that's going to cause me to break stuff, so I never got one." Then I was taking some time off a couple mu- uh, a couple months ago, and there I was, sitting on the couch, and there I was. So I ordered it. And I would oh, like to s- God. Why so would I- you- <laughs> And I would like to say that the production is amazing. The lights and the set and all the stuff they do. I don't know all right, he said oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um I don't know about the six headed ring now. This was before that. They'll reinvent anything. But it was absolutely without a doubt the most abysmal, putrefying awe-inspiringly bad budget wrestling show I've ever seen in my life. The matches made no sense. They went on forever. They went nowhere. They fell apart due to green guys trying a bunch of stuff that nobody understood, even if they were sitting in there with a notepad trying to keep track of it. Because that Russo's idea of surprising people because he's a moron. Um, D-
2: Did
0: you expect anything less than this? Absolutely not. But,
1: does it make you want to wonder what show he watched? Uh, yeah. Maybe it was the
0: July of 2002. Maybe he was like over in England where they're like two years behind. Dude. And he watched uh, a show that was really wow. bad a while ago. That'd be insane. <laughs> um, listen, man. I can't feel bad for Cornette because he's literally setting himself up for it to be pissed off. Like, you don't like Vince Russo. Why would you buy a show that you know yeah, he's not
1: <laughs> Right don't Um, know why you would do that. My favorite thing about this is, spoiler alert, he eventually comes. (laughs) I thought he already worked there. Cornette? No, I don't think so.
0: I thought he was backstage doing stuff.
1: No, I don't think at all. Yeah. Hmm. We might be getting fairly close to that time, though. I don't know for sure.
0: I could have sworn he did a few things at the asylum. Maybe I'm misremembering. But of course, dude, dude, of course. Of course he's going to go, there because they offered him money. I'm sure Russo was gone for, like, three weeks, and he was like, cool, I'm going to be here. And then Russo was like, hey, I'm back. And then Cornette was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Fuck this. Although I do believe one
1: of his TNA runs is, like, pretty long. Well, that's the long, one that's, I think the that's what I'm thinking of. But I think it's the first one that's the one I'm thinking of that's, like, a decent long one. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, the impact show on July 23rd apparently did a 0.26 rating, which is leading the average since its inception at 0.27, which once again, as we've discussed in the past, isn't too bad for the time slot and channel it is on. Right. Uh, and finally, and actually I can cut this one down pretty good because honestly it kind of goes into a lot of just Dave um, messing around here and guessing but there's uh, there's a lot more talk of switching to a monthly Sunday pay-per-view format, particularly if there's a TV slot uh, time upgrade. Neither of those things are official, but both are being talked about. Uh, and that being said, currently there is no talk about moving Wednesdays out of Nashville, probably because there is no point until a decision is made whether to keep weekly Wednesday shows for the long haul going to do a monthly three-hour format on Sundays seems like it's best for all concerned. If the buys go up, it will greatly cut losses. And even if the buys stay the same, it will greatly, uh, it will still greatly cut losses. Um, it also gives them four weeks to promote a show, and they can put all the stars on the show as opposed to the current format where you are always holding back because you need a main event the next week. There has been talk about a uh, price structure. And Dave's kind of kind of bullshits here a little bit. Like, basically, his suggestion is saying at $24.95. Because you're not going to get any more buys at $19.95. But he thinks that if they establish themselves uh, with a string of strong shows, that the $25, or yeah, 25 bucks essentially, could work. But that $29.95 is probably too much to be starting out with. So, uh, And they basically, he, I mean, I'm not going to read it all. I mean, it's, it's kind of lengthier. Uh, but... Essentially, he kind of, you know, pulls it apart about how wrestlers are paid per appearance. So if they once they do this format, if they do hint, 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 wink, wink, hint, and hint, um, they're going to be going from the eight to nine dates per month down to five to six. Essentially, because they're going to get less dates because they're not two shows a week. Right.
0: I w- why don't they do 1495? That's a good question. That's what I would do. He's right. Twenty nine, I feel like twenty four ninety five or twenty nine ninety five. I think that's way too much. Yeah, I do too. Um,
1: so and it kind of, of start off. Please. Right, and uh, kind of going off of these missed dates. This is kind of going back to now they're thinking that this is where they could do the house shows to be making up for the missed dates. Now this is the part where he really dives in. And he basically says it's worth a try, but I don't see how, how show touring can be in TNA's best interest in any fashion in the near future, uh, even with a time slot upgrade. Basically, he's saying they they haven't been super successful in Nashville. WWE is doing, you know, X amount on house shows, and TNA's already losing money that they're going to continue to lose it on house shows. So, probably not the smartest idea right now. But, who knows? We'll see what happens as we kind of move forward. Uh,
0: no, yeah, they, they probably realistically you should never do house shows
1: ever okay okay i went to some a couple fun ones that's all i'm saying we'll talk about them in about five years
0: i mean they they could be fun but not necessarily profitable hey
1: your goal is i had fun at them and i probably bought a shirt
0: yeah i mean you probably had fun with it but then when they would look at their financials and be like, hey, we just lost $15,000 I know. I know. <laughs> at,
1: at a fair. So there's two dark matches that happened before this show. <laughs> I know. I agree with you, Bob. Okay. It's true. I've
0: gone to plenty of indie shows that have been pretty fucking good. And then you look around, it's like there's 80 people here. There's no way they've made money. Oh right, and well, I not- I loved it, but you look at the owner and he's in the corner crying and he's like, oh shit. Yeah, to-
1: and then if you notice, like Impact today, they don't do house shows. They're they're they actually really weren't moving their their uh, tapings around. Now they're doing that. So now they're touring with their tapings. They're essentially doing like a big show, and like a or a Impact um, Insider or Impact Plus special, and then taping TV for like a couple weeks, and then they move and then they do the same thing again. It seems to be working pretty good.
0: They kind of do house shows. They usually will team up with the indie promotion.
1: They haven't really been doing that, though, recently. I guess that's true. I mean, and they were, like, what, like One Night Only? Okay, right. So there's the One Night only. I guess, so I'll rewind a little. Because I guess they are sometimes still doing those. Because they did actually just do one, I think, with OVW. But I still think you could have watched it on the Impact Oh, like insider thing, so st- that's kind of the same ideas. You guys get what you're stuff. saying, yeah. You're basically saying they're not doing untelevised shows. No, um, you can see, like, you can watch everything treated. they're doing essentially yeah. currently. Yeah. Okay, it's time for impact. I got a couple notes I'll share during the show because it's about the show, but that's it. Um, um, dark matches. Too. Oh, I'm there, but I get in there about them. I'm teasing oh, Hey it. man, you forgot
0: the attendance last y- last show till the last At, match. I know. Yeah, it. till the last
1: match. So I'm here to remind you, dude. Yeah, Well, July 30th, 2004, of course, we know this is taped the day before on July 29th. I'm not going to say that every week. I probably will. But there was two dark matches that happened before the taping, nothing after, at least according to my notes from Dave and Match. And it featured the following matches. If I got the results, I could tell you who won. Uh, Dallas, not me, it's it's Lance Hoyt, it's Lance Archer. He defeated Bruce Steele. And then... We had a tag team match where America's Most Wanted defeated the team of Chad Collier and Hot Stuff Hernandez of the Elite Guard.
0: I'm kind of surprised that wasn't on uh, the show. I mean, that's kind of not a strong dark match. No, but
1: that seems like one that would even make sense to be on the show. So yeah, I'd say surprising. It
0: definitely would make sense to be on the show.
1: Right. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Interesting well, choice. I know I, I said that we weren't going to talk a lot. Here we are. This is potentially one of the longest episodes of our Impact Coverage we've done now. And, you well, know, I'm, see, blaming, when you, when you I'm blaming I'm blaming the Paul Bearer. Bar- I'm blaming the Vag and Vito
0: thing. The, the Veto thing, dude. That, Paul Bearer and Vito, it really legit, threw us off today. That legitimately pissed me off. I'm still kind of mad about
1: that. Ew, man. We better get going on this. It makes no fucking sense. we got to see a good show, so Bob's less mad.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'll, I will not. Be, the only way I'll get in a better mood is if Vito's on the show.
1: Um,
0: ooh. It doesn't even have to be live. Just be oh, on the okay. show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not gonna All right, I'm going to count down from three. If you guys want to watch along, head over to your Impact Plus app or... Your own personal collection. It's the July thirtieth, two thousand four. TNA Impact NWA TNA. Is it
1: just TNA now or what? Well, they don't say NWA anymore. No, we don't really talk about NWA. So my opinion, you have the title. It's NWA. No, yeah, but they say like TNAwrestling.com. This is TNA Impact. This is not NWA TNA Impact. It's just TNA Impact. Oh
0: yeah. All right. I think I'm dropping NWA. And I know, like, technically it's not the case for like three more years, but you know what? Screw you. Fuck okay. hey, it. I mean, I'll say the NWA title because, like, it is in the tag title. But... And the pay per views are NWA labeled still. Yeah, that's true. All right. Both of you guys are all queued up and ready to go. The runtime for this is approximately 47 minutes and 31 seconds. It's kind of longer than the other ones. So, naturally, it's on the show where we've. Talked longer than we usually do. Whoops. But uh, here we go. Three, two, one. Play.
2: Oh, look at Dusty is
0: upset. Look at him, belly bump Russo. He's so mad.
1: This we gun
0: impact. Don't oh, Kid Cash. By the way, he fucking beat up AJ Styles. I, I did know. mention that. The crutch. Yeah. You know. A guy that I forgot about. Impact is next.
1: And now, from it's stage 21. It's total non-stop action wrestling impact. Where's the Nickelodeon studio? It's, right it's next to the Impact Zone. Is it really? No, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Could have been. Was the it was Nickelodeon Studios part of Universal? Yeah. Oh, it might have been. There. I thought it
0: was Universal Studios, right? Nickelodeon.
1: Impact Zone, baby! Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida. Look at this crowd of people who are just super excited. There's like every couple people. There's someone excited about wrestling.
0: They have no idea what they're doing there.
1: No. Is this WWE?
0: Whoa. Fucking pyro fire. I, and I still really don't like the music. It doesn't even go along with the fireworks because it's still like very dull music.
1: No, I don't. I don't like it.
2: Wow, we are yeah,
1: blowing it, our budget really. once again tonight. You you know a good way to like hide the fact
0: that maybe your show sucks is just having a shit ton of pyro. What the fuck? Did I spoil Not, a match? But, but Impact
2: isn't bad. Oh no. oh, no. Jeff, okay. Jeff Jarrett's going to be coming out. I was like, hold on a second. It definitely said dark match. Okay, but what before is that.
0: Who's this? Oh, is it Lex? Love it?
2: it yeah, dude.
1: He's about I, to get an NWA World title match. Barely gets an entrance. I have a note about uh, Lex as Jeff Jarrett makes his entrance. You ready? Yeah. Did WWE have interest in him? His Johnny Fairplay said so. Yes, so they signed him. No. Um, and here comes Jarrett with his guitar and awesome ring jacket. So basically, it's kind a of delayed very- in here a little bit. Um, usually, I think this is a no I'd say for next week, but I feel like it was appropriate to just talk about it during the show as well. Uh, Jim Mitchell was actually backstage at the show here in Orlando. Uh, they are talking about bringing him back. And one idea has been to reform the new church using Slash and Lex Levette. Really? Yeah. And making Slash and him a team. Uh there's also oh. been other ideas discussed for his return, but there's no notes about those. But isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah. Um I'm assuming they're doing that because Lex Levet is also bald. I mean probably. That's probably the connection, right? It can be like
1: Slash's brother. Right. It's it's slash and Cutter. Right. And now just to oh, Jerry immediately going after Lex. This is a 10 minute time limit. I'm sure it's going to take all 10 minutes. Uh, Speaking of, you know, we we like to break the the fourth wall here constantly on the show. So, you know, we're just going to do it again because we're just going to do it. Uh, Slammiversary was this past weekend Mm. as of this recording. So very old news. Bob did not watch live. However, we we FaceTimed a little bit during it. We snapped a little bit during it. And there was quite the fucking appearances on Slammiversary, including Slash, oh. Chase Stevens. I mean, people who, like, haven't been seen. David Young. David <laughs> Young was in the ring, dude. I almost pooped my pants. I was like, is that is that real? And he hit a
0: spine buster I
1: saw. Dude, it was,
0: was crazy. It, was it a good one? No. But he didn't even do a full like rotation. He just kind of plopped the guy down, Sharkboy boy down.
1: Dude, it was incredible. I mean there's other guys, of course, like Johnny Swinger who was or with our time Johnny Swinger's who's eliminated David Young. We have been watching that storyline unfold circle. now for eighteen years. <laughs> full circle.
0: It's full circle. No, well the one thing that uh, I well I was FaceTiming you during the uh reveal of who was a TNA original. And they fucking did Davey Richards. If people are really split about the Davey Richards situation. I think it's so dumb. He is a ring of honor guy.
1: Okay. So <laughs> the D- they never called him. A, they never called him a TNA original. He was on the team of impact originals. And basically they said that mystery person could be anyone who essentially ever wrestled in impact. Oh, so gosh. it literally could have been Roderick strong and like it just could. Cause he's been on the show. Um, however, I like that it was Davy Richards after I got, I, after I got myself unhyped, I was like, wait, Eddie Edwards is on the opposing team. And I think that's kind of cool. You liked that. It was Dave-
0: See, I don't I mean, from what
1: I was thinking, it could have been, I was a it little, should have dis- been Christopher Daniels. Your sure
0: people are going to be like, well, he was ring of Honor guy. You're right. But his greatest success.
1: No, I consider Daniels a, a TNA guy.
0: Came in TNA.
1: Oh, my God. Look at all of that. Going for Swan uh, Swanton already missed it. I thought that was like a somersault leg drop. I thought he was going to do a fucking 450, and he didn't. Oh, we're getting the stroke. Hold on. Before we say anything further, wait, he's stalling. Oh, my God. Way to bury the guy. Just hit the move. There it is, the stroke. He didn't even counter it. Oh, One, what a two, brutal way. three. Jarrett wins in just over three minutes, it looked like. I or was it believe. under three minutes? That was under three minutes. Under three minutes, sorry. I can't believe that he stood there. For Fucking pyro, bro. Before he hit the move. Uh, my favorite part of Slammiversary, besides Davey Richards coming out by Dixie Carter, which is odd, uh, friend of the show, Goldilocks made her return. You know, in a backstage interview, and it was pretty freaking cool. That is, that is pretty cool. It was pretty awesome, and because uh, I, I, it was funny because I tweeted or I was live tweeting during the show. I tried to do that during the big pay per views, and I tweeted earlier. I was like, "We better get Goldilocks. Like, we need her on the show." And then there she was. It was great.
0: Yeah, I mean, but, it, it would have made no sense to not have her there.
1: No, she's uh,
0: local in Nashville, isn't it? she? Has
1: to I thought she was. So she has to Yeah, gr- definitely worth it. They also had a really, really great package uh, for. About Mike Tenay and Don West plugging Don West's, um, I think it's his GoFundMe. He has, I'm pretty sure it's on GoFundMe. Right? It's not a uh, different. Yeah, it's so. not a different platform. That's what I'm pushing. Uh, so it was pretty great. Sting sent in a video. Kurt Angle, and then the best one, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Dude, it was great.
0: It was show of the year. Yeah, by all accounts, that's a lot of.
1: I feel like most people are. And the main event, it was essentially, I think it's been said as a love letter to TNA between Eric Young and Josh Alexander. So many callbacks to other Impact uh, alum and everything in that match. As Kid Cash and Dallas make their way down to the six sided ring now.
0: You know, I'm actually pretty disappointed by you and you because you
1: didn't mention that uh, Chris Harris appeared. Well, man, okay, that's... so that's also fucking huge, dude. They they had to they find the defendants guilty. Yeah, they are man. not about to rustle, are they? Ah, uh, no, probably not. And and sh- I'm gonna give a shout out to Chris Harris. He you know he recently had some issues as Mikey Bats comes out here, dude. A relative of Billy Kidman, um, if you remember, Chris Harris like kind of got like arrested recently. I
0: mean, not recently. It was like last year.
1: Okay.
0: It was Wild, a couple months was, ago. That was when, a
1: while ago. It was not that long ago. Just give the guy
0: some credit, okay?
1: It was a while Okay. It was a while ago. Him some well, he didn't cheers with a beer, he cheered with water. See he's trying to better himself. Oh. Okay. I did notice that. I'm just saying. Listen, man, that that's good. I know. I'm supportive of that. Looks like we got Kid uh, Cash versus Mikey Bats here. I thought we were maybe yeah. getting a tag match, but No, no
0: drill Clark, no Dallas. It's just Cash and Bats. In the ever since ever since you oh. mentioned that fucking mikey bats is like related to billy kidman that's all i see now Dude, all you I can actually is, tell dude you a can tell your version of billy kidman and it's pissing me off you can tell even when he came out like he stood on the middle rope like the same way that kidman did and like same time did he train him yeah he probably had to train him the only way that i know for sure that he'll be uh Related to Kidman is he—he uh, he doesn't get power bombed because everybody knows that Billy Kidman cannot be power bombed. Okay,
1: here's his trainers. You ready? It's Roderick Strong and Billy Kidman. There you go.
0: Dale's yeah, right. catching Mikey on a dive attempt, and he just slammed him gut-first to the fucking concrete floor. Oh my!
2: Love it. Mikey
1: Bats hasn't wrestled since 2014. Or, sorry, 2000. Yeah, 20, 2014. Yeah. Cash with a freaking springboard clothesline. That looks good. Yeah,
0: it did. I thought I was about to beat him on that. Mikey's pissed off. Stomped to the gut by Cash. Another one. Wait, Mikey Bats wrestled on Velocity? Yeah, man. He was under a WWE contract. What, what year was that? The Velocity the match was two thousand six, the one I'm seeing. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's where he was pitched the Harry Potter thing, and he said no, and they were like, "Okay, you're fired.
1: <laughs> Just do it." Harry Potter was so popular back then; like, you probably could have. I think that's him. kind of hilarious. Of that's such a WWE thing. Like, okay, we're gonna make him into a wizard.
0: Look at Kevin Nash. Okay, okay. he I was mean,
1: Oz. He, he did have a great career after he and was he a became,
0: wizard. Yeah, and then he became a uh, gambler. <laughs> what is this? Oh, why is Vince Russo watching a Mikey Bats match? I think it's more because it's Kid Cash, but <laughs> I don't think so. I think he thinks I think he sees Billy Kid. Wait, he's like, you know what, the new blood. I was thinking
1: he's gonna do. loose.
0: Oh! New... He, he doesn't get power bombs. Once I flip two count, he doesn't is not take
1: Oh, was a you know, heart chop, heart punch, or whatever? Like, double double, double. clotheslines, dude. This is competitive.
0: <laughs> what the hell? I feel like the double down is like reserved for really emotionally investing
1: matches. match. Or Jeff Jarrett. Wait a second. Jeff Jarrett. Dusty's out here yelling with Vince Russo. That's my word. I don't like that. They're stealing the thunder here from uh, Mikey Bats. This is bullshit. This is a weird moment to do this, but yeah. Why are they doing I'm it? Surprised Mikey Bats more. Story. Why are they doing it out here and not just like a picture and picture? That's, like, at the bottom of the screen, yeah. like, oh, they're arguing backstage. Why are they doing it out here in the middle of the arena? Oh, oh okay, get uh,
0: he uh, his head?
1: That's when you want to cut,
0: you should have cut back to
1: Dusty. and. and...
0: Yeah, they should have. Give him my word.
2: Give him my word. Oh. Maybe.
1: What is he? Uh-oh, Crunch? Done. That's going to be it, dude. Get away from me. Dusty John. at referees There's now. Another... Yeah, why is there another referee out there? Dude, it's a mess. Oh, one, two. Breaking I mean, Cash doesn't one. even
0: have anything to do with, these, like, with those guys. I mean, I guess with Russo. Even.
1: Oh! Moneymaker dead. He just killed them. Dude, he might have just uh-huh. killed them with that one. Wow.
0: Good. So here's the thing. Mikey Gosh. could
1: be good. He's just got to get seasoned a little bit. I agree with that. I actually don't mind him. Dallas, alongside Big anybody D.
0: That is with, uh, anybody that is with Billy Kidman,
1: like, related-wise, you're cool. With Showing about Raven stepping into the impact zone next, also hyping his match. This Wednesday,
0: incredibly fast. 13 minutes.
1: Got a video package here. I know I have one other note I was going to share with you guys. I was trying to hold on to it till a later video package. You know, I I am actually kind of annoyed that they uh,
0: put so much focus on Dusty and Russo there because cash, as we're seeing here, he broke the crutch over AJ has been really good heel. Uh-huh. and I feel like that should have been a segment there where they really
1: focused on him. And like put them over more. That's a good point. I could see them. What if they wanted to use that like more fuel
0: to it? More fuel, like, oh, you're cutting away from my matches. Yeah. So on Wednesday, he'll be like, listen, I had a hard fought match against Mikey Bats, and all you guys could do is talk about Dusty and Russo. I'm pissed.
1: Kill yourselves. yourself. I fear no man. This Wednesday night. Kid. Wait, are we getting Styles and Kick Cash Wednesday? I mean, that kind of seems like what's going on here. Could have sucked if it's not for the title now, because Cash kind of deserves a uh, title shot, okay. but... There comes I would Raven. Have just,
0: you know what? That's funny you say that. I would have saved that for next week. Have AJ retain and just have Cash beat him. If you want to take the title off.
1: Fear me, Sabu. Raven has written across his chest. He's wearing his Sheik's clothing that he was going to burn, and then apparently he has decided to save.
0: Raven just has a dirty look. Like, he just looks absolutely filthy. I love it. I don't know if I do. It gives me the heebie-jeebies.
1: Who's his opponent here?
0: What the hell is this guy? Look at... Wait, 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 wait. They're still talking?
2: They're in the back of the tunnel talking. Okay, it looks like Raven is fighting Rod Steel.
0: Rod Steel, okay. How much... Like, can you say the same thing? I gave my word. And then Russell's probably like, okay, but you can't do it. <laughs> like, how many times can you just say that?
1: Or you just get annoyed? The question. See, this is kind of fun, because Bruce Steele just wrestled in a dark match. So the Steele brothers are here in yeah. the Impact Zone. But only I mean, one gets TV time.
0: Rod Steele here looks like an uncle playing, like, bocce ball in your backyard. And he's like, I can be a wrestler.
1: Yeah, he does look kind of like that, This huh? Can-Jam. Hey, Rod. Raven, Russian leg sweeps against the guardrail. How many is going to hit this time?
0: What kind of tattoo does he have on his arm? That's bad.
1: It looks like the David Young tattoo. That, that's, oh, like, my Dude, God. it's an early 2000s thing. That's what people did. Shitty tribal tattoos right. that are like, why do you get that? Yeah, when well, you're right, you're right, dude.
2: This match is over a decade
1: in the making. Raven and Rod oh. Steele is a decade oh, in no. the Oh, no. Sorry, guys. <laughs> they're talking about Sabu. Oh, I didn't realize. Over oh. a decade in the making. Okay, well, Raven the character, dude. One, like day, night, only. one night only. One night <coughs> only. Raven Sebu, the last, the first and last time ever in a singles match. Quick trip, bad landing.
0: I think he's you hear me knocking. Coming. I think I'm coming in.
1: in. With the Raven
0: he's taunting. Oh, Jesus. now he's doing the taunt. Oh, that's when you know it's legit. You can't be taught. You can't be doing that shit.
1: There he is. Oh, he stepped on oh, the he chair st- though. Stomped on his arm. Look at Sabu being beat down like a jabron. Get him, Raven.
2: Get him. Ra- Raven. Raven's losing against Sabu, right?
0: I mean, I don't know if the way that oh. Sabu's not getting any heat—that's what they're saying—and he has been booked pretty bad. We might as well just have Raven beat him. Oh. God. What's the long-term plan with Sabu as he does... Oh, a- my God.
1: Oh, my God. He didn't even rotate. Sabu almost didn't make it to the pay-per-view next week. The one-night-only show almost had oh. to get pushed.
0: What the hell was that? I
1: thought he was going for a summer sci- sci- Summer Vault. salt. Jesus Christ. And then he kind of just went down face first. He did not do a full rotation. No. Well, he didn't. I don't know if he was meaning to or not.
0: I think midair he had like a brain fart, and he was like, yes. oh, shit, I didn't fucking rotate.
1: Yeah. So, it was either you do a suicide dive or, like, a, a somersault, suicide. and he didn't do either one. Yeah. Really? another. Get it. Well, okay. You got another package. You get a note, then. Nice nice, it note. All it, all 18 minutes.
0: it all started because you walked over, Sabu. Uh,
1: this is about Ring of Honor, Bob. Uh, oh. Even if Ring of Honor gets the okay from TNA to use Daniels and AJ Styles, they wouldn't be able to for a while because both are already booked solidly every weekend. It's also noted that at this point, there is no deal for TNA to allow its contracted wrestlers to appear for Ring of Honor, but they also haven't done anything to stop Alex Shelley from coming. Ring of Honor isn't even interested in many guys from TNA because of the feeling that they could always be pulled, and they have enough guys that they could fill the role of, say, Chris Sabin. They are interested in Daniels and Styles, though, but there is no deal as of yet for them to come back. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, the the whole holdup is still
1: about the whole Rob
0: thing, right? RF.
1: I mean, essentially, yeah. But now, now it's like almost Ring of Honor. It's like, well, I don't want to. Wait oh. a second. Wait a second. Who is it? It's this mystery package. We don't know who this guy is.
2: I like the music. Coming soon. Who?
1: Who is yeah. coming soon? Who is it? Wait, who's uh read go on the guy's review of Impact this week that you checked out last week. Oh, I forget his name. Zanka. Yeah, and see what he thinks about the that video package on this show. If he still says, okay, it's just like we still know who he is.
2: You know. Team Canada's Bobby Roode and PD Williams come out here. Let's see who they're fighting. Um, hold on, Jerel Clark and Mark
0: Lornoff? Interesting. So there's a new uh, a
1: new partner for him. Who the fuck? Who is Mike Lornoff? Does he does he wrestle anywhere else?
2: Wow, he has an extremely short career.
0: This is not the last time we'll see him, though. All right, so we are. This is what uh, Zonka said. Okay. He said uh, we are back with an odd promo of a mystery man. It could be Canyon, but I won't start rumors. But it's me.
1: Damn it! Didn't he say that last week too? He was hoping yeah.
0: it was Canyon. There's no way that's canon. The head, See, I mean, I, unless he shaved his I, head. He could have
1: shaved his head, man. I feel like the oh. gear looks like a Mortis-style gear.
0: Yeah, Markle and Arno. Okay. You know who? I, it kind of looked like freaking Chono.
2: That's
1: oh. Chono to me. Oh, wow. I'm just hoping this person actually comes. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> if we're getting all this hype, dude, and he yeah, never comes, that yeah, would yeah, suck.
0: Right? Oh, you know what? So here's a good thing. If this guy never comes, the next Ask Jer Anything, we got to be like, listen, dude. Who the who hell is, is coming soon
1: and he never showed up? There's a Mike Larnoff sign in the front row.
0: <laughs> That's
1: not a fucking plan. I don't know what. I don't think it is, dude. Why would they plant that? You, you'd you rather plant like a USA sign or like a Team Canada sucks. Hey, man, I don't know. Okay. No one is planting a Mike Lornauf sign that says I that Mike Lornauf is number I one. Would.
0: Because you know what? It will make this Team Canada victory look that much
1: bigger to the TV audience. Like, oh, hey, that guy had a sign. Abyss for Siaki. Money versus contract next week. The Irish whipping match. There's weapons match. Excuse me. The country weapon match.
0: I'm getting pissed off because no other reviews or anything are even noting the coming soon. thing. What?
1: How do you ignore that? I Neckbreaker know. by P. D. Williams. Not much has happened in this match, guys, like at all.
0: Who the hell could be coming soon?
1: Wait, oh, is he calling for the Destroyer?
2: Oh my God, he is. He calls this. The Canadian Destroyer. Is he going to hit it? I am determined to figure this out. (sighs) It's got to more throwing Mike off back in the ring. This is ridiculous. I thought
0: Dallas was leaving. No, I just wanted to show the
1: dog sees a rabbit. Oh,
0: I think this is an impossible um, situation here to figure out. See, the funny
1: thing is we can't look it up without spoiling it for ourselves. And the only other way we'd accidentally do that is if someone reviewed it at a later date and they already know who it was. Did you just see that drop salt by Jerrell Clark? That was awesome. He's
0: about to do a 630. Mr.
1: 630? Is he on head it? Oh, my God. Oh, right on freaking Petey. Dude, flat back and everything. Holy shit.
0: I didn't even see Rudy Charles making the pin.
1: That was wicked good.
2: Much better than than Jack
1: Evans. Who lands on the back of his neck and can't move for a couple minutes. Oh, jeez. Drop. Everybody's just getting dropped on their heads. I know. Oh, did you see that running clothesline to the back of the head of Mike Loranoff? He's not number one oh, anymore. Canadian oh. destroyer to J- J- Clark. I Going hate for a double self. cover. I
0: hate that cell. Double pin. I don't know how you do a double pin, because uh, there only could be one legal guy. Come on,
1: consistency. He's just being cocky, man. This show's flying by. We're at twenty four minutes, twenty one seconds. Pretty much the halfway point. Wait a second, Vince Russo's at the coming table. Stop with the Dusty talk. We've just been speculating. Wait a second. Oh, okay. To Promote the country whipping. He's out here whipping people now, Scott Demore. Okay, so yeah, Scott DeMoor's whipping everyone to promote that. Vince Russo just came over to Mike today and said, stop talking about Dusty. And they are said, why? We're just speculating. But he's like, "Nah, stop talking about him. And here comes Dusty. He doesn't
0: want them to speculate. I I don't think that's a tough ask. Stop trying to spread rumors.
1: Bob, I kind of like that. Like a lot you like I'm,
0: speculating? No,
1: I liked it. Vince Russo walked over to the announce table and said, hey, I need you guys to stop talking about Dusty Rhodes. And Mike today's like, what do you mean? And he's like, stop talking about him. Like, it's like real. Like, that's like, it. that felt like real. Nice I like that.
0: You know, I totally forgot that Jeff Hardy was wrestling tonight. So. Holy crap. Guys, Jeff Hardy's Impact debut. Look at these weird screens.
2: Okay,
1: so now we're only showing, like, little pictures, like, as if this was a WWE pay-per-view that you just paid $40 for. Even though they literally showed moving clips in the beginning of the show of it. Just saying. Who's coming out now, dude? There's so much happening on the show. I don't know, but they're getting music. Oh, man. Is it Kid Romeo? Dude.
0: Yeah, baby.
1: Get that entrance.
0: Oh, it's just Romeo. What a WWE thing to do. Get rid of your first name, kid. Here's Romeo. Oh. Although that might work for him. Romeo? I kind of like that. Honest. Uh, no, there's no... There's I no know. Lyrics. There's no lyrics,
2: but That's a song.
1: I can't wait to tell you the first time I remember turning on... Oh, see? Okay, so we're getting there. Because Jeff Hardy's paint is, like, glowing in the dark, in the lights. We're, I feel like we're definitely getting pretty close to a time that I remember being told, hey, Jeff Hardy's on this random channel, you should turn it on. And I turned it on, and I saw him coming out. I didn't hear what you said. I think we're getting really close to when the first time I turned on Impact is. Oh, really? Like, I think it's got to be before the end of the year. It has to be. But Jeff Hardy, it's like the same kind of look. He's got the glow paint and everything. I think we're we're getting really close. I can't wait for when we get to a
0: point in Impact where I vividly remember watching my buddy's basement and we were
1: like, holy
0: shit, this guy, this is happening? Dude,
1: there's, I can't, I can't even say anything. Romeo immediately attacks Jeff Hardy. Well, you know what, Romeo's a former WCW Tag Team Cruiserweight Champion. This match has a like 25-minute time limit.
0: That's not and, you, okay. It's ten guys. I, you it's just time. made me literally look at the, the clock to make sure that. Could was you not imagine?
1: Good. Okay, that kind of looks shitty by Romeo, but it's fine. But you know what? He posed for it, and that. Yes, he, he did. Make... Well, that's the best part. Is you, you're a good heel. You fuck up, and then you act like you just did it perfect. Still. Yeah. Love it. Or like you point at the other guy and say, "Yeah, he did." <laughs>
0: It's his fault. It's his What
1: is he doing? He's trying to stretch out Hardy, who's got nothing left in the uh, ring. Dude, you're going to pin yourself, Romeo. What is this? Mo- okay, okay. This is...
0: That's just weird.
1: This Is this the abysmal match that Jim Cornette was talking about? No, well, he had to pay for it. I know, pay- I know. I'm just joking, I'm joking. But Romeo, like, doesn't know what to do with Jeff Hardy here he for some really reason. no idea. And Jeff Hardy ain't really helping him either. Pop-up. Powerbomb by Jeff Hardy. Kevin Owens, what the hell is that? that seems like a little weird for a Jeff Hardy move, but I'll take it. Night of Revenge, guys.
2: Jawbreaker. Yeah.
0: Leg drop. Two the gut. Cover him. One, two, and Romeo kicks out of at- Still don't know how Jeff Hardy could possibly think that would be good enough for a three count, but whatever. Oh,
2: calling for the Trust
0: Fate?
2: Hits it. Yes. What?
1: Calling for the Trust Whoa. Trophy. Okay, so Jeff Hardy just did that. Romeo was setting himself up for the Swanton, and Jeff said, nah, fuck that. And he moved him to the middle of the ring. Is he, he still going to miss him? Oh, nope. He did no, not. He, that, that's
0: good. That was a good Swanton. He fucking landed all his weight right on him. Half the time, the
1: guy is, like, right by the ring pose. He barely hits him with his hair. I think Jeff Hardy eventually, like, stopped doing that because he was hurting himself too much. So now he just lands on people. It took him almost 20 years to figure that out. And then people are like, oh, he botched it. It's like, no, that's how he look. Did he just do the V1 like Matt? It sure looked like it. I'm pretty sure he, because he did his the regular Hardy sign and then like a V one. Look, he's doing it. Is he teasing, dude? Is could he we teasing see? Matt Hardy? Because he is coming? not. He is gone from WWE,
0: as we've noted. But he might be hurt still, isn't he?
1: Like his knee, Matt Hardy. Could you imagine six points of impact with Monty Brown and I'm assuming Jeff Hammond. If
0: I if I was TNA here in 2004, I'd be 100 percent trying to get Matt Hardy and the Hardy Boys together. Like, well,
1: I don't see why, why you wouldn't would want to.
0: Why would you not? Party Boys AMW in 2004?
2: The What's Alpha Max. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs>
1: that's, that's kind of crazy fantasy booking, isn't it? It's insane. The tag team division in TNA right now, and I don't even know if we've necessarily reached our peak, but it's pretty freaking good. I don't know. I mean, we we could be close to the peak of it. I agree realistically. I mean, yeah, realistically. I, I don't know for sure off the top of my head, but. Like, it's just really well-rounded. Right. So, Montero was talking about the pounce here. This is those weird segments with Jeff Hammond that are so quick and, like, they just don't make a lot of sense to me.
0: Well, I don't really like
1: it because it just
0: Jeff Hammond. The Serengeti. Is
1: natural. Serengeti's a very dangerous place. It's where the alpha male hunts. It's where the alpha male lives. It's where the alpha male takes his Ponce cake, his competition, grabs him by the jugular, and shakes him. Jeff Hardy. Okay, so wait. I'm, I need to take back what I said. I feel like this one's actually going a lot smoother than, like, the dusty one did. It's probably because Monty Brown's a wicked good talker.
2: How many Super Bowls
0: have Jeff Jarrett been to? Zero. He's also played in zero. Yeah, but how many Super Bowls have they both won? And the answer to that is also zero.
1: Well, Monty's saying that he's a
0: superior athlete. That's not true.
1: Oh, would
2: you rather a Super Bowl ring or an NWA title? It's all about the NWA title. He's been there and done that with the Super Bowl, Bob. So he doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. The Ouch. Ouch.
1: Period. period. Okay. I actually like that one way better than the last couple we've seen of those. Yeah. Jeff Hammond though. He just doesn't do it for me.
0: And Mr. Hammond, if you're listening, uh, no offense,
1: but no offense. you're not, a, it's, been, it's been 18 years. You're not a wrestling personality. Okay. I'm sure you're better now. We're uh, over with Mike today and Don West in front of the crowd. There's a Hot Stuff Hernandez sign.
2: That's natural. To create new DVD, Ultimate X. And the Phenomenal AJ Styles.
1: Get ready to fly. I think we're going to be talking about next week's show now. Yes. so Generation Next. Is that a team or something? Generation Next is a team. Well, there's a
0: sign for them. Who are they? I'm surprised you don't know this. It, it, oh, I have to make sure. I, Maybe I do, and I just don't realize. You know, you, honestly, you probably don't. Okay. Um, I fucking hate Google, because, like, why do you do this to me?
1: Country, weapon match. We're going through uh, all the matches you've already mentioned. Alex Shelley is in that group. Oh, wait a minute. I might have known this then. So the group
0: uh, was formed May 22nd. 2004, uh, and the members of the group, which I don't know if it's necessarily at this time, but over time it's usually the case. Uh, Alex Shelley, uh, Matt Seidel, Roderick Strong, Jack Evans, and Austin Aries. I might have actually known that. Now that you say it, though, the original, yeah. Okay, so the original group was Shelley, Aries, Strong, and Evans. Shelley was eventually kicked out of the group and replaced by
1: Aries as leader, and they would and they would add Seidel in the summer of 2005. Wow. Shane Douglas backstage here with Vince Russo. We just got every match announced for the show next week, by the way. The only one you might have not heard that we didn't know, I don't think yet, was for sure was Sabin and Lynn versus Kazarian and Michael Shane. They confirmed Kid Cash and AJ Styles. Irish weapons, country weapon, contract, money, and of course Raven and Sabu. The he's gonna tell Jeff Hardy in the heavyweight title. He's gonna change. And he's gonna name a championship committee this
2: Wednesday night. Dusty, Dusty, again, so Gambit. insistent on this. He said, go do your job. Go to North Carolina. Bring Jeff Hardy here.
0: Was Russo trying not to laugh? Maybe. Is that why he covered his face? I think he did.
1: I think he was almost breaking. Next up, Impact Main Event. Triple X. Oh, against Kazarian and Michael Shane. Coolest guys in the room. Who, by the way, Tracy also got involved on anniversary, which was really fucking cool. She did. I'm yeah. surprised Elix Skipper wasn't involved. That's bullshit. You know what else is bullshit? That Monty Brown wasn't there, baby.
0: Yeah. That's bullshit.
1: It was a wicked good show. Well,
0: that's just the way it goes.
1: It's like wicked good. Well, we got a big main event up next. We are at 36 minutes, 25 seconds. Show is flying by. Another video baggage for these guys. Well dude, they're really, really hyping up. We can get it. Dude. Sebu and uh, Raven.
0: We get
1: it. And the match is ten years out. I'm ten years in the making. I thought you
0: almost I thought you just broke your four hundred dollar glasses.
1: No, I must poke myself in the eye though. That sucks. Welcome to okay. the Terra Dome. Dome I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm gonna <laughs> run. the
2: Raven more.
0: Oh, uh, Jeff Hammond's on the main event tonight. Usually
1: that's what he does for the main event, yeah, he's always done like the main event. I thought he was always like last like... week it was earlier on the show. Oh my God, Michael Shane do that fast, dude. I think it's but. grown. I, mean. I don't like that he took it out of Tracy's closet. Now, Tracy is wearing also oh, She her outfit is lined in the same lime green that they're wearing.
2: X. X. Gonna, who does X you win in this match?
1: Mm. I'm gonna go try. I think Triple X. Is. I think Triple X, and I'm going to dare I say this. I don't know how much time we have left in the show. Nine ah, minutes no. and 32 seconds. Never mind then, because I was going to say it's going to be by decision. Mm. But that we—it's not that can't happen now. Right. I mean, really? it,
0: it could. I mean, they could fudge it. Oh, because there's going to be commercial.
1: Oh, that's a really good point. Oh, you think there is going to be a commercial? Well, there could be, and that could actually technically bring us to the time.
0: If if they do another one, how many have we had? Two?
1: Decisions, yeah, I think two. And Triple X won one of them by decision. Right.
0: I um, wonder, um, you know what? It should be it uh, I hope they do it and like Dusty's the guy to like do it. But he's so then, pissed off about the Jeff Hardy I think he doesn't say who wins.
1: You'll Find out I on Wednesday. I gave my word. Well this match broke down already. We're one. all broken down. It. It. I didn't watch this show. Lead analysis. Jeff Hammond.
0: He's a NASCAR driver. How is he a lead lead analysis guy for this? I don't get it.
2: Daniel's wailing on Frankie Kazarian, who's got his hair in two like weird little braids. Get him. Beat him up. Beat him up. Break his neck, break his neck. Let's go. Beat him up. Beat him
0: up. Yeah, yeah, do it. Daniels and Shane are in the ring. Shane with a scoop and the slam. Coming off the ropes. He delivers a knee drop. He's playing to the crowd. He's cool. He's
2: hip. X, X, X. As Daniels' face gets thrown into the turnbuckle by Michael Shane. Daniel's just kind of getting his ass kicked right now. But you know what? These are the X-Division champions, after all. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get a commercial. I
1: feel like we're not
0: getting a commercial.
1: Well, it just seems, it does seem weird to have, I guess Triple X isn't, like, or well, no, they're not. I guess technically more than that than a moral contender, because they lost. But, like, you don't want to pin your X-Division champions, either. Unless one gets pinned, and then, it, so let's say Kazarian gets pinned, Michael Shane could be like, see, dude, you're the weakling.
0: That, that is the kind of stuff I feel like is going to happen.
1: No, that could very well happen then in this match here. Because having Skipper and Daniels lose also feels, like, weird to me, so. Make sure you guys go to com for your late-breaking news. Or you can check yeah. out our podcast, because we'll talk about that stuff. Shana oh. Kazarian versus Sabin and Lynn on Wednesday. See, that alone, too, is kind of like... Because I don't think... Oh, no, I don't... Where's the card? Nah, see? Triple X isn't on the card. Okay. For the next show? On the pay-per-view, they are not wrestling.
0: They're probably just going to confront.
1: Right. But that means I think they're going to lose.
0: Um, no, I think you know what, I think they should win, and then they go and be like, We won, and now we're not even on the show.
1: In these, yeah, how's that sound? Jawbreaker by Daniels on Michael Shane, he's down. Rudy Charles is like, Guys, we only got six minutes, 22 seconds left in this match. So, or Dusty, angry Dusty, is gonna have to make a decision. Oh, we don't want that. This championship committee, the fact that Russo is naming the championship committee is kind of interesting, too. Oh, back oh. body drop by Daniels, but Frankie Kazarian almost uh, didn't rotate. High kick, then. sorry. Skipper.
0: That was a dangerous backdrop because he could have broke his neck.
1: Yep. Kazarian's good at doing those kind of things recently. Pop-up. Power slam? Yes.
2: Super oh. that. Oh, pump oh. kick.
1: Is it's Skipper, scary.
2: like, toning down?
0: Hmm. Oh. That's Now all four of them are down. Because Skipper realized the other three were down, so he's got to drop down, too. <laughs> Not for long, because he's getting up. Kazarian's getting up. Skipper still looks jacked, but he doesn't look, like, like wicked jacked. I don't know, He's man. feel like a Dominator Spinebuster. It's It's kind of hard to say. Oh. I, the only reason why I say that is like... The, Play of back, the day? Nope. His back looks like thinner muscle-wise.
2: Oh. Fun. Oh. Michael Sheen got thrown to the floor by sounded like Daniels.
0: Real, sounded like it hurt real bad.
2: Mm-hmm. Staring to the top. Gets slapped in the face. Uh-oh. What is this?
0: Is he going for a top rope. Hurricane Rana, yep. Kazarian down, skippers on top
1: rope. Walking and leg drop. And Michael Shane, Shane. pulls Daniels out. Tracy gets up on the apron. Referee's distracted. Triple X would have just won, but unfortunately... Oh, a ...disqualification. Oh. Michael Shane hit the X Division title, or hit... Skipper in the back with the exhibition title. Now, wait, he's going to hit Skipper again because holding him. Who's this? AJ Styles. Oh, Bell that's rings. How we get out of it. This makes sense. Disqualification.
2: Styles looking like a true pro in his button up. There we go.
1: Why did it look like he was coming from the other side? I think he was. Well, well, he was. Styles came from our right. Kid Cash came from the left. Well, it
0: looked like he was coming from the other side.
1: Camera cuts, man. It doesn't make sense.
0: Six man tag next week on Impact or what? Oh, wait. Team Canada. Never mind. You know what's coming 10- out next, right? AMW, baby.
1: It's got to be AMW.
0: But with their theme music. Sorry
1: about your dad. No, that's not the heavy. It's
0: we find that's, the defense.
1: Oh right, find the defendant guilty. The
0: I love how everybody is like just sitting down, like we don't care about this.
1: I don't love like massive brawls like this all the time. Why not, man? Sorry. You gotta get used to. It. Oh, it's security. Oh, wait a minute, it's Chris Harris. Dude, it literally did. Yeah, I don't know, because they're just sitting there punching. It's like a battle royal. Might as well just head a battle royal to close the show. You don't like a battle royal, dude? No, that's not true. I you think it like... depends. I need to be in the mood, though. And right now, I'm not in the mood to see a brawl. So I mean, wait. I guess whatever. You need
0: to go on the network, WWE Network, and watch uh, some 40-man battle royals from, like, 1992. It's hella
1: fun. They, <sighs> all
0: are, they are all in the ring at the same time. It's just punch, kick. Oh, punch. no,
1: dude, no. Those are even worse. We're ending Impact with those video packages hyping up all the matches. Kid Cash and Dallas talking first. I'm going to do what I keep saying I'm going to do. I'm going to take you out. Don't worry, lovey. I'm going to own you after next week.
2: Hmm. You
1: notice in this video, Kazir just pulled that right out of the hands of Michael Shane? But
0: Michael Shane didn't make a
1: face like, "What the hell?" He's not. "No." Well, yeah,
0: not as much as I was expecting,
1: but
2: <laughs> you're going down. <laughs>
1: that was no Scott Demore. America's Most Wanted talking strap match. Strap boys.
2: Look at AJ with the hood on.
0: Yeah. He had to lift his head up to, like, look at the camera,
2: though. We can start by finishing last. Wait, Sabo, was he going to talk? No, he's just taunting. That was really weird. <laughs> the pounds. <laughs> Period. Period. There's more. Oh, it's Raven.
1: Nevermore. all right well oh yeah that, that's a good show yeah and uh this one i you know there's definitely more like squash matches than normal i feel like but that's fine it's I, okay i'm
0: more i'm more than okay with that
1: um i think they showcase people good i liked it as well uh, once again, it's going to be pretty hard to find one of these shows. I feel like they're going to be really shitty. And if we do, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little bit before we find that.
0: You, you want to know what's a really bad sign for me? What's that? Is that in that closing like minute and a half where they were doing promos for the next week's show, there was one match. They got nobody. They, they got what? That didn't have either one like even
2: mention it. Vito, Vito, Vito and
1: Peck Hemi. So. Oh. Damn it, Vito. Why do you have to freaking have Is more? Is the match going to happen? Is, Is Vito fired? Do you think it's going to be get cut off? Guys, tune in next week. You're going to find out. Ugh, I Thursday. You're going to find out what happens. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I'm actually thinking the show's looking pretty good. We know every match that's going to be taking place, or potentially ones that may not take place, it's the only time ever that Raven and Sabu are going to get in the ring with each other the first and last time. It's the night of revenge.
0: Yeah, I mean... for, me for this. I feel like you might as well just put Raven over. I don't see Sabu sticking around.
1: I think Raven and Sabu should have been in a cage. Hmm... Mostly yeah. because I want to see a cage match, and that's the first match I thought of.
0: You want to see another cage
1: match? Okay. A ladder just, I match. Know, like, I want to see a ladder match. It should be like a last man standing or something. Okay. That's actually more realistic. I'm just thinking this is actually one of the first shows in a while that we don't have like a crazy stipulation, I feel like. Irish weapons. <sighs> Country <sighs> weapon. Did you ask your mom to buy this one too? I know. We have stipulations, but.
0: Um, so, you know what? Oh, shit. I might have. Oh.
2: I am really excited for Kid
0: Cash. I feel Cash like and, I did watch
1: Raven though. Oh,
0: see,
1: we'll find out when we watch it next week if like, your memory comes back to you. I
0: feel like I I want to see it.
1: It's very likely
0: that I did. Because I, I mean, I did. I I I remember uh, purchasing several of these. Several of these oh. the assignments, as I've noted. Right. This might have been if. If I did, it's definitely the last one I I bought because I didn't buy any of the remaining ones after this after the show. I know that for sure. So and then after uh, the first pay per view thing, I, I never watched. I never bought another pay per view either. But we'll get into that. Later.
1: Yeah, that's right. We'll we'll get there. Uh, all right. Well,
0: it was a good impact show. Next episode, as we've noted here several times, Sabu Raven, first time ever. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The last time ever. So That's one right. done. But also Cash and Styles. And I I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Sabu Raven, but I'm also, I feel like I might be a, a little more excited for Cash and Styles.
1: Yeah, Cash and Styles should be really good. I'm excited about that. And hopefully uh, Big Veto. Keeps his
0: job, because that would be pretty, pretty good. The AMW Team Canada that could be pretty solid, but the stipulation might hurt it. Right. Uh, Sabin and Lynn against Kazarian and Shane. That's another one that could be pretty good. So we have a pretty well-rounded show uh, on paper. I and think we'll, so. And will we hear more from Dusty and his work? We're gonna
1: have to, dude. We have to.
0: That's our next show. It's August fourth, two thousand four, weekly pay per view. But in order to get there, we got to wrap up this one. That's right. I can tell that Dallas is getting pretty antsy. and I wanted to maybe keep this going for like an hour and a half longer, but okay. it's just hot as
1: fuck in this room. That's all. I know. I want. I wanted to keep doing this till you pass out. You know, what? it's like Monsters Ball. I'm getting close, yeah. dude. It is, dude. They did that too, dude. No food, no water, no, water, no light, not- no air. Nothing. Nothing. That was good time.
0: All right. Anyway, we'll see you guys in a couple of days for another weekly pay-per-view in the asylum. Until then, for Dallas, I am Bob Collins Jr., and this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast.